What's going on, college hoops heads? This is another episode of the One and Done podcast with Stephen Bagel and John Simpson. Again, I am one half of your host, Stephen Bagel. I am here with John Simpson, and I am here with a special guest. We have University of Oakland's forward guard, pretty versatile. I'm not even sure what to classify him as. Maybe we need to ask him himself. So that's why we brought him on, Trey Townsend. Trey, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, Before we get into the interview... Trey, recently, University of Oakland opened up with, on Monday, you guys played Ohio State. Yeah. And then you played Illinois last night. I mean, those are obviously, we're going to get into this, two powerhouses, essentially. Yeah. So, Trey, we appreciate you taking the time. Obviously, the season started, given, you know, you had a game as soon as last night that, you know, you're able to come sit down and talk hoops with us a little bit. For sure, yeah. So, Okay. So, John, go ahead and ask the first question. Hey, Trey. Uh, glad to have you here. So, <clears throat> I think something I was kind of wondering about and maybe to kind of get an idea more about, you know, uh, who you are and your basketball experience and stuff. Um, tell us a little about what it was like, um, you know, playing high school, the recruiting process, and how you ended up at Oakland. Um, It's kind of a – Kind of crazy story how I ended up here. So both my parents played basketball here at Oakland, my mom and dad. And my dad actually played for Campy, who's my coach right now. Um, so I kind of had a relationship with him ever since I was born. And really, I guess, as long as I can remember growing up, going to games, all the camps and stuff. Um, so we had a good relationship. He kind of knew who I was and knew who he was. But on the recruiting aspect growing up, I was never really <clears throat> highly recruited or uh, things of that nature. And I didn't really get any college offers until my senior year of high school. So it took up until that time um, where I started getting some D2 offers. I think I only had like three Division two offers and then an NAI offer my senior year. And then Campy finally offered me a walk-on spot my senior year um, of, high, of high school because uh, at the time they didn't have any <clears throat> scholarships available. And I honestly wasn't, you know, as complete of a basketball player, I would say, as I am now. So I, I you know, I wouldn't expect to be a full ride division one player then. Um, but he gave me an opportunity to walk on and I've turned that into opportunity into kind of where I'm at today. Okay. So then let's kind of shift gears now into your college career. You guys had a Italy trip this past off season. We what did. was that like? I mean, what teams did you play? What 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 kind of experience do you feel like you gained from, you know, doing a overseas tour like that? It was definitely a great experience for the team because nowadays in this transfer portal era, you always have new guys coming in and out of your program. And our team is no exception. We have eight new guys this year on the team. So being able to find time to um, really uh, get together and build chemistry with the team is kind of hard when you have all those new guys Going to Italy for 10 days, you know, you're only with those guys every meal, every second of the day, You're whether it's touring or playing games. We didn't have any practices when we were there. We were we were given 10 days of actual practice while we were in the States before we went over there. It was kind of like a rule for the foreign trips. Um, but being over there, it was good because, like I said, we're always around the guys, got to know the new faces. And we played three Italian teams when we were there, and two of them weren't the greatest teams which was kind of a good experience for everyone to be able to play some basketball while we were over there. And then the last team that we played was a team in, I think, the second league in Italy. And they were a true professional, you know, adult team. And that was kind of good to see where we truly stacked up. 
um, physically and mentally kind of basketball wise against a team like that. And even me personally, who has aspirations to play professional one day, it was kind of good individually for myself to see, you know, what's, you know, possible where I could play at and things of that nature. So uh, overall, it was a good trip, good 10 days there. And, you know, I think everyone enjoyed it. Man, that's cool to hear about. Um, <clears throat> you know, and kind of going from there, um, you know, you played over there in uh, Italy over the summer. You talked about kind of the team kind of coming together, kind of seeing what you guys are about. Um, and then, you know, you come into the NCAA season and you come right out playing some uh, some Big Ten teams, some good basketball teams. You know, you were down to little Illinois just by one at the half. Uh, you are beating Ohio State at the half. You know, played tough games with both those teams. You yourself had a great games. Uh, you know, what do you think that says about Oakland basketball and, you know, about yourself? I think it, it said a lot, those two games, because I don't know if you guys had – seen our exhibition games before that but we played two exhibitions against two d2 schools and we actually lost the first one against the d2 school from ohio walsh college it was a great team um but it was just kind of you know we didn't know where we stood at that point everyone was it was kind of you know feelings were all askewed because you know losing to division two you know that's you're not supposed to do that in an exhibition game but you know that's what those games are for they don't count towards your record they help you kind of put some things you know, in game situations that you, you know, it's one thing to scrimmage every day in practice, but you got to play against other people that, you know, kind of don't know what you're doing. So after that, that's where we really came together and, you know, are showing people that maybe just automatically stop believing in us as a team, whether it was, you know, fans from here, people talking on the outside, um, you know, the Twitter world is ruthless nowadays. So, um, you know, you'll hear things in house, out of the house, but those two games this past week were great, not only for us, but, you know, our true fan base to see like, you know, those are exhibition games for a reason. This is what we're about. You know, we're going to fight against these. Illinois is probably the, one of the best defensive teams in the entire country. And, you know, we saw that last night playing against them. So being able to compete the entire game against both of these schools, those power five big 10 schools is, you know, only going to, you know, give us confidence for when we play in our league and our, the rest of our power five games the rest of the year. So my question is, it comes a little bit from the film breakdown from what I've been working on with you. And I, I noticed, Coach Campy, you guys play a lot of zone. There's yeah. a lot of times you play at the top of the zone. There's a lot of times you play, you know, at the bottom, even in the middle of the zone where you're playing center at times. Obviously, that makes you a versatile player. Um, what kind of role do you envision yourself playing at the next level? Um. I kind of would say I would be doing whatever, like what got me playing here, which is, you know, everything that's effort based, like, you know, rebounding and defensive. That's something that got me playing in the first place here, you know, knowing plays and kind of being just that glue guy that, um, you know, on the stat sheet, you might not like think it's crazy what I've, you know, done in the game, but true basketball people and team, like they understand team basketball would understand that's kind of, where I see myself helping out, you know, whether it's taking charges, you know, playing, playing defense, like I said, and rebounding, that's something I feel I can bring to a team at the next level. And then my size, I've been playing a lot in high school. I played more of the guard, but my first three years here, I've been playing the four and the five a little more. So I feel like I'm well-rounded enough to guard almost one through five, you know, two through five for sure. And then the occasional point guard, I could see myself guarding man to man. So I think it just bring a lot of that grit and hard work to a, a team at the next level. 
Okay. And that's important in today's basketball, especially when you're going pros, being able to, you know, cover two through five, one through five, all that. So. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> you know, and talking a little bit more about you. So, uh, you know, you were elected, uh, voted preseason all all Horizon League first team this year. Um, you know, the only only guy from your school. Um, and then in the same, you know, the same polls or whatever, uh, Oakland was picked to finish sixth uh, in the pre preseason poll in the Horizon League conference. Um, you know, as far as you know, you're being you being selected to the preseason, uh, the All League first team, and then. You know your team being selected to be finished six in the conference. How much do you pay attention to stuff like that, and how much of an effect does that have on you? Um, honestly, the preseason stuff doesn't mean too much, in my opinion. Um, last year I wasn't selected to any preseason uh, team or anything like that, and our team was picked pretty low, I think, in the preseason. Um, things of that nature, and I ended up being all league, and our team ended up finishing higher than you know they projected us to and it's kind of all speculation especially it's so much harder nowadays to you know predict how teams are going to be with how many transfers are going to schools and how teams are going to mesh well because a school might get you know two or three amazing transfers it's like okay they have these guys they're going to finish top of the league but they don't fit well in the system and they're going to end up finishing sixth or seventh because they just don't have that chemistry whereas a team i'll say like ourselves on paper you know we lost a all-american level point guard last year uh, Jalen Moore, who's playing professional in Iceland right now. So you see him leave a team where he's been leading us the past three years. Obviously, they're going to want to pick us pretty low because the you know, point guard is a very important position in the game of basketball. But I'm sure after teams watching us play these two games this week, have a, a totally different mindset on, you know, ourselves. And it's kind of, you know, we've been believing in ourselves. We're betting on ourselves. But we don't really let those, you know, like I said, the, I'll just call it the Twitter world, the social media world, you know, dictate what we, how we feel about our team ourselves. Okay. So we talked a little bit about, you know, growing up, getting recruited in high school. I know you mentioned your mother and your father both played hoops at University of Oakland. Your dad actually played for the same coach you're currently playing for. Yeah. Um, I, I suppose it's sort of a two-part question because you have, I believe, four siblings. Is that correct? Yeah. And your brother plays soccer at Oakland, which actually I believe he played in the championship today after. He did, yeah. did he win? They lost 1-0. Ah, okay. So so what is that like? Um, what sibling are you? The oldest, the youngest? I'm actually the middle child. Okay. So I got two older, two younger. Okay. So what what is that like growing up with such a big household? Obviously, <laughs> both your parents played at Oakland. You wanted to follow those footsteps. Your brother obviously followed in those footsteps in terms of soccer. But what what is that like growing up with four other siblings, being in the middle, and you know trying to follow in your parents' footsteps as well? I mean, what did do your siblings play sports at all? Yeah. So my two older siblings weren't crazy into sports. My second oldest played you know high school sports till she graduated, but never really like super competitive. Kind of just did it because you know her friends and stuff were doing sports as well. Well, myself and my two younger siblings are were really into sports and we're all collegiate athletes now. So we kind of took that, like the athletic side of things, um, a little more serious, I'd say, than my older siblings. But my parents never really like geared us in a direction of what they wanted us to do. They wanted us doing something with our time. They didn't want us just sitting in the house and like playing video games or doing whatever all the time. So they were just like, whatever you want to do, like 
you got to make sure you give it full effort. Like whether you want to play an instrument, you want to, you know, pursue some field and, you know, education, just whatever you're doing, you got to give it a hundred percent. And I just so happened, we all found, my siblings and I all found a sport that we love. My sister's playing volleyball at Saginaw Valley state and she's a freshman this year. And my brother obviously plays soccer here and I'm playing basketball. So they were, both of our parents were just great. And, you know, like I said, not forcing us to do anything. So we didn't fall out of love with what we were doing. They just pushed us to, you know, do what we wanted to do and give it that effort, you know, just try to pick something you enjoy to do, but like give it everything you have. Cause you can make anything happen as, as long as, you know, you, you try your best. So that's kind of that. Okay. You know, kind of going along with uh, what you talked about with <clears throat> your parents, both playing at Oakland, you growing up, going to camp there, uh, your dad actually playing for Coach Campy, having that relationship with Coach Campy before, you know. <clears throat> and you've talked a lot about the transport portal and the guys moving around from team to team. Uh, you know, you've been true to Oakland the whole time, you know, and you spent your whole uh, college career there. Um, I'm sure that, you know, there probably would have been opportunities had you decided to move on after last season, especially, you know, that's, uh, some of the ball you played. And uh, so I'm wondering how much did that, that legacy uh, and uh, your comfort, you know, familiarity with the program have to do with you, you know, kind of staying where you're at. Um, it, it really had a lot to do with why I want to stay here. The biggest reason why I did come here was like, I wanted to play division one basketball and this was the only, not only was it the only place that offered me the chance to do that. It was, it's like 20 minutes from where I live. And like I said, I grew up wanting to come here. So it's just been ingrained in, you know, me that like, this is just like the school that, you know, everyone has from being from Michigan. It's like you're either a Michigan or Michigan State fan, like you're diehard one of those two schools. And that was never the case for me. It was always I would always be rooting for Oakland. Like we didn't we don't have a football team here. So I'm like not a fan of anyone else. It's just kind of, you know, whatever Oakland's doing, I was a fan of. And growing up, the biggest thing was senior night for Oakland here. And I remember being a kid coming to the games and on senior night, you could go down on the court and like talk to all the players and get autographs and, you know, talk to Campy and take pictures with everyone. And I was like, that's something that I want to do when I'm, you know, get to that age and having the opportunity to be able to do that this year, I'm graduating. So it'll be the year that I finally, you know, get to like fulfill that, that childhood dream where they're like, you know, the roles are reversed now where kids are coming up to me, you know, taking pictures with me. It's kind of like a full circle moment. And I didn't want to go somewhere where, my senior night wouldn't be like meaningful to me. I would say like a senior night here is like, I guess I'd say like a magical thing. Cause it's like a full circle moment in my life for me. So I couldn't pass up on that opportunity to do that. And I had a teammate who came in with me my freshman year who stayed two years and then transferred to San Diego state. And they obviously went to the national championship game last year. So that, that played a little bit and, you know, a little me being like, man, like what it was like, that'd be a cool feeling. But once like a week or two past from that, I was like, okay, I know I, this is where, you know, I want to have my, my senior year and my, spend the time with my family, with them being able to come to every single one of my games. So I couldn't, couldn't pass it up. That's awesome, man. That's, that's why we ask these questions, man. I like to hear stuff like that. So, okay. I, I think we have one more question for you and then John will get into the full court press, which we said is a new segment we're implementing where it kind of be a rapid fire type. Um, segment where you can answer however you see fit. You were 
Oh, you are a four-year starter ever since, you know, you joined Oakland. How do you, how have you really seen your game evolve given, you know, you're kind of, you know, you were starter as a freshman. So you were sort of given the keys in a sense to have the free reign to develop at however you've developed as a basketball player. So how have you kind of seen your game evolve from when you were a freshman starting games up until now where, you know, you're on the cusp of graduating and, you know, you're getting ready for the pros? Yeah, I kind of, the whole, like, my whole story kind of here is just crazy every time I really think about it, like how many, I'll say, breaks I caught to be able to get to where, like, I'm at. And I that COVID year that we had kind of helped me in a sense to where I was supposed to come in in a red shirt my first year and then might not see the court or play until my junior year. So like three years after I got here and that's when like I would maybe get a scholarship and that COVID year allowed me to play while technically it being a red shirt year. So I was able to, you know, get game experience. And I like, I just did a lot of film work. And like I said earlier, rebound, like rebounding is what got me on the court. And I just, they threw me out there because no one else was rebounding. They're like, Trey, can you rebound? I was like, yeah, let's do it. And they just put me out there. I kept rebounding and, like you said, I started every single game that I've played here. So um, I'd say my game has expanded as my confidence has grown because I think I've always – in high school, it was pretty easy for me to build confidence because Oxford was – where I'm from wasn't a big basketball school, and we didn't play many great teams. So I was really able to expand my game basketball-wise because I was fully confident in what I was doing there. But then once you get to college, especially my freshman year, I'm 17 years old. And I'm just like, I just want to do whatever I can to be on the floor. I'm not thinking about doing anything crazy offensively. I'm not thinking about really scoring. I, that was never my first thought. Then it was really just rebound and pass to the open guy. Don't turn the ball over. That's what my freshman year was like. And then as the years went on and you realize, I realized how much confidence my coaching staff had in me. I started just slowly getting back to what I was doing in high school, I would say. Whereas like my second year, I was really just doing post moves. You know, I was shooting more, but they're mostly just back to the basket, you know, post moves and occasional drive to the rim. And last year I expanded out more because I think the biggest thing for me, especially being wanting to play in the NBA is being able to shoot the three consistently. Um, and that's something last year I expanded my game out to try to do. And this year I'm trying to continue doing that. And this year it's kind of just everything is coming together with confidence wise and skill wise where I'm trying things that, aren't like that too far out of reach in my mind of me to be able to complete. It's kind of like, okay, like this is something I practice I've done before. Now I just go do it in games. And I have the blessing to not really worry about if I miss a shot being pulled out anymore, being a senior and having the experience. And that also plays into that confidence factor. But my coaching staff shows confidence to me that I'm able to make the shots that I'm doing now. And it's kind of just crazy to see how each year is, you know, my games expanded, confidence has expanded. And hopefully that just keeps happening throughout my career. Absolutely. And again, you have the work ethic, so there's no reason why that shouldn't, you know, continue. John, do you have the full court uh, press questions up? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, then take it away. All right. So like we said, we got, this is like 10 questions, uh, kind of a rapid fire thing we'll do. Uh, find a little bit more about you. It's kind of a fun thing. So we'll just go ahead and get into it. Um, you said uh, you graduate this year. What's your major? Uh, communications and digital media production. And it would normally be digital media production, but they don't have that as a major here. So I had to have it as a minor. Nice. All right. What's your favorite basketball memory? Uh, favorite memory. 
I would say we, my sophomore year, we went to Oklahoma State and beat them at Oklahoma State in that historic arena. And that was the craziest thing because it came down to our Jalen, our point guard, had three free throws. He got fouled on a three, and he made two out of the three to put us up by one. And that was the loudest I've ever heard in arena basketball before that those during those free throws. It was I've never experienced anything like it. Illinois was close to it yesterday, but that old arena, how wooden it is and everything's just straight up in there. The fans are right on the court. Crazy experience there. All right. Who's your all time favorite basketball player? Um, All time. I'd probably say LeBron is who I grew up being a fan of. But I think now. I'd say Giannis is my favorite just all around like player. Cause I think he's a great guy off the court too. Just everything about him. I love as a person. So I'd say probably Giannis right now. Giannis is my favorite player too, for what it's worth. So good choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's something that most people probably don't know about you? Hmm. That's, that's a good question. I'd probably say, I'm really into aviation and like airplanes and stuff like that. And I always wanted to be a pilot when I was younger, like a commercial pilot. And my dad and I, his family's from Anchorage, Alaska. And in Anchorage, the airport has like a parking lot right at the edge of the runway. So every time we'd go there, my dad and I would just go plane watch commercial planes all the time. And I'm still like a big plane nerd. Like I play Microsoft Flight Simulator all the time. So that's something that I just enjoy. It's a weird thing that I like, so. That's awesome. Who would you say is your best basketball comp? Uh, like, oh, comparison, like player? Yeah, yeah. I'd say I'd say Draymond Green just with a little more, like, skill, I would say, like a little more offensive talent. But, like, everything that he brings to a team, I feel that I bring, like, for my team, kind of, especially the last three years. This year, I'd say I'm a little more offensive-minded, but – to get where I'm at, I'd say I played a lot like him. Minus huh. the flagrants and <laughs> things like that. All right. If there was no such thing as basketball, what would you be doing? I want to say I would be a commercial pilot, but I actually don't have 2020 vision, so I like can't couldn't legally be one because I wear contacts. But I'd probably be a videographer of some kind because that's what I'm studying here and I really enjoyed doing that. My dad's a huge photographer and that kind of got me into the space, but he never did any video. So I've kind of taken videography and I do a lot of video editing and things like that. So I find something in the digital world to pursue. That's cool. All right. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Ooh, probably to be able to teleport places, limit travel time anywhere. That's, that's something that would just make life a lot easier. (laughs) I'm with you on that one. Um, how did you choose your number? Um, it was my dad's number. And I th- I'm not sure if he chose it because he was born on the 4th. So I wonder. I don't know if that's why he chose it. But I used to wear 30 because that was my birth number. But then I saw my dad wore 4 and I always just wanted to be like him. So I just started wearing it. And I think it looks a little better on a uniform than 30. So <laughs> stuck with that. Nice. All right. Who's the best player you ever played with or against? Uh, I'll say played against to save any controversy from people that I've played with. But um, I feel like first glance, I'd we'd want to say Cade Cunningham, obviously the number one pick in the draft. But I didn't think he had a crazy game. So the guy I always says is Travion Williams. He played at Purdue. 
um, mm-hmm. left, I think, a year or two ago. And he's just the most complete, one of the most complete basketball players I've played against for his size. An amazing passer for being as big as he is and amazing athlete for the size. So I'd definitely say him. He was good enough that Zach Eady ended up being his backup for a year. That's, yeah, we played against that team my freshman year. So my true freshman year, we played against – I was had to guard Zach Eady and Trayvon Williams. I'm like, I'm 6'5", 190 at this time. I can't be doing this. <laughs> wow. That's an assignment. Two to five, yeah. right? <laughs> All right. Uh, last question. LeBron or Jordan? I get, like I said earlier, I think I got to say LeBron. I've – I don't. I hate debate like doing debates like this and just saying one person over the other. But because I just respect everyone's game and just appreciate you know the sport of basketball. But if I had to answer it, I have to say LeBron because that's who I grew up with. Awesome. Well, that's it, man. That's the full court press. We appreciate you. Awesome. Yeah. No. Thank you, guys. Okay. Yeah. Trey. Again, we appreciate you so much for coming on. You guys could catch Trey. Your next game is against Bowling Green, I believe, on Tuesday. Is that correct? It is. Yep. Bowling Green on Tuesday. That's on ESPN Plus. You play Drake and then Xavier the following game. So that'll, you know, continue the tough schedule you guys are facing non-conference wise. Yeah. So yeah, um, John and I are excited to see your game continuously evolve, like we talked about. And yeah, so you guys can follow me on Twitter at the underscore NBA goal. That's N-B-A-G-E-L-L. You can follow John on Twitter at John Simpson42. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Again, go watch Trey, hell of a ball player, hell of a person. We're so grateful and gracious that he was able to come on with us. And John and I will talk to you guys next episode. We'll have to bring Trey back on to a film session at some point, you know, towards his graduation and probably the conclusion of the season. So thank you guys, and we'll talk to you next episode.